guys. Welcome to Not Another Anxiety Show. I'm your host, Kelly Walker, and joining me is my co-host, the baby broad, Erica Latham. Hi, Erica. Uh... (laughs) So, Erica, you texted me this week about wanting to talk about a specific topic before you, quote-unquote, lost your nerve. Lost my nerve. And, you know... Because obviously being vulnerable feels so fun. I can hear it in your voice. <laughs> <laughs> Feeling good, looking good. Feeling good, looking good. I'm, I'm here to remind you what you said in our, uh, in our last episode, which is if you can have the stomach bug twice in one month, you can do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Use my own words against me. So You're a terrible, terrible person. I know. I really am. So what topic did you want to explore today? Well, you were so sick, and I, I'm doing this for you. This is me being a, a martyr, martyr because <laughs> you were too sick to prep a topic. So I was like, I know. I know what we'll do. So I wanted, I just wanted to talk about this because, I, and this is no notes, no agenda. You know, I just wanted to talk about something that has been a lifelong issue for me. It's an issue for a lot of people, especially women, and it's something that um, I think is important to point out that being human is absolutely chronic. And <laughs> it is a chronic condition. I like that. <laughs> we have to work on things constantly. So for me, it's weight, and. It's, I'm so not pumped for this. Like I, how many times did I just like groan in your ear before we hit record? <laughs> like so not pumped. <laughs> like any, any of the things that we have to face, you know, whether it's, um, drinking too much drugs, alcohol, sex, a hard conversation with a spouse, just anything that you have to work on, especially if it's going to take real like work. If it's going to take something that's going to take some time, you and I talk about, you know, practicing things and changing our brains and it takes time and it's hard. It is hard. Um, for some stupid reason, I feel very compelled or pulled, which doesn't make it feel any better, (laughs) but I just feel really pulled to share this with our audience in particular because I've gotten a lot of questions recently. I've been getting emails because I'm like so famous now from being on the podcast. (laughs) Um, (laughs) All two people have emailed me. And I know you get this too where the the question ends up being, are you you cured? Are you you okay? okay? Are you okay? Like everybody needs reassurance that they'll end up being okay. Or if you and I talk about vulnerable things, um, it, it almost seems like we lose credibility. Like, well, how can you be an expert in this field now if you're not okay? And, and it, again, you know, we talk about this all the time, but these aren't black and white things. There's no such thing as recovery. It's a human thing. Like, <laughs> as compared to popular belief, we are human and we have struggles. And the thing that kind of has been bouncing around in my little tiny pinhead brain here is um, – you and I talk about like when we had anxiety struggles or, you know, we talk kind of in the past tense or we talk about kind of with humor, the days that we feel a little less than a hundred percent, like, you know, the last episode we talked about how you were sick. And I love when we do that. I love when we like humanize this, 
but we don't often hear the during yeah. a struggle. And so I thought it was important that this is something I'm, I'm starting right now. I'm starting to address this and I want to like periodically check in and explain to our listeners, this is while they're working on whatever the thing they're working on, whether it's anxiety, right? Whether it's anxiety, depression, drug habits, stress is a status symbol. Um, Quick to anger. That that doesn't include me. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) LOL. (laughs) Um, Any of those things that seem daunting and overwhelming and seem like, you know, intangible things. You are during that process and I want to be doing the during with you. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, And I think it's important because um, struggle doesn't equal not okay. Challenging doesn't equal not okay. In fact, this is what kind of gets us into anxiety in the first place is believing it's either or. And, you know, this is why I talk about my mom all the time because that was a struggle and hard and very hard and but okay and is but but okay, or is, or I don't know what the right word is for it. I use okay. Like it, you can be struggling, you can be working on something, you can be beautifully imperfect and still be okay. I work on stuff every day. Like I've told you, I'm trying to be on time more, you know, like I am not (laughs) on time to anything ever. You were on time today. I didn't even say a thing to you. I know. And, and I'm, it's something I'm working on. And that's like one of my durings. Like really, I, I realized how much stress being late causes me. I'm like, this gets me so wound up, like always causes rushing. You. Causes me causes and you. you and and you and Thank you. and the other people. <laughs> but I'm in it, your defense, sometimes yeah. you're late because you're also very chronically late and I could slap you, but you're very generous with your time. So when you're late, it's usually because you go over with a client right. or yeah. You want to make sure that your dogs know that, you know, you didn't abandon them all day or <laughs> it's not because you're just like selfish or what you're, you're doing something else, you know, right. so I, I get it. No, no. But but again, like we just part of being human is we do struggle with stuff and we're not perfect at yeah. things and we don't get it right. And it's hard and it's weird. And that doesn't mean we're not wonderfully okay or healthy it's it you can right. be both at the same time and I think that's why this is so important to have to talk about what we are working on so that you know listeners tuning in can adjust their expectations sometimes I think people hear us and right. think, oh my gosh they're way up there and I'm you know have so far to go and it's like well no we're we're really not that far apart we're not that's the uh the thing the myth that you I'll and figure I figured it out we're all figuring it out, but we've, we've tried to, I think we've tried, and I think we're doing an okay job of dispelling the myth of, um, recovery and that there's something wrong with your thinking. You know, I, I have many folks in my life that are, um, that struggle with, uh, negative self-talk or, um, sort of that secret double life of, shame. They don't want to talk about it. You know, it's, uh, there's not, they, they think they don't struggle with anxiety or they don't have something, you know, like depression or something that they can sink their teeth into. Um, and that's why I want, I guess why I want to talk about this, about this wheat specifically. And there's nothing really to talk about. I, I, I could, I could weigh less, a lot less. I, uh, I'm, my goal is, this is going to sound horribly daunting. 
um, I, I really need to lose like 140 pounds, which sounds like an incredible amount. I think I wear it well, but it's, I'm also six, five. Don't tell anybody, Kelly, that I'm not. <laughs> I was like, for a split second, I was like, oh, wow, she's that tall. I mean, I know you're tall. I was like, it took me a you're second. You're so little that I, I think I could have just lied to you. Just looking so up at you. So the weight I need to lose for somebody who's 6'5". No, it's it's a lot of weight. Um, I, I, uh, I'm I, not pumped about that, you know. Um, and it's been a lifelong issue. And it's how I wear my past struggles. So some people wear their past struggles with a drug addiction, you know, it's an internal thing. And until anxiety presented itself for me, I didn't know I struggled. Right. So I'm thankful every day for anxiety. I worked on it. I've like gotten a handle of it. I, even when I have rough days, like I was telling you Last Sunday, I had like a not optimal day. I sat at brunch with, you know, my two friends that, and I just kind of had my head in my hands, teary eyed, like, I'm not okay today. Like right the second, I just don't feel myself. Yeah. Oh my God, gross. And then I went home and I found out it was that time of the month, you know, and then I immediately felt better and I had a great afternoon. You that was know, me while I was sick. Like I was weepy. Yeah. I knew why I was weepy. I hadn't slept for you know 36 okay. hours. And yeah, like yeah. I knew, like I would just, again, I was watching the Disney movies and then, you know, Mufasa dies in the Lion King. And I'm like, oh my God. Right. Mommy. You know, yeah. yeah it's, um, <laughs> you know, why it's, it's, and it's fine. And, you know, I think five years ago, I would have been like, why am I getting it? Like, what does this mean well, that I'm emotional? Thing. And then, and really, if you just kind of let it be what it is, it comes and it goes and it's fine. And it's not like as uh, earth shattering or um, it doesn't shake us in the same way. And it's, it's okay yeah. to struggle and, and work on things. And I think one of the coolest things is this is something that you've been exploring recently. Like you got curious about it. You're like, well, maybe I'll try this challenge or so it's like. Well, I think it comes to a point and, and weight's a, just a really good example of this. And I, I, put, I, I often put weight in the same category as um, uh, in my circumstances of other kinds of addictions because of the shame, not because I'm addicted to food, but I am addicted to comfort and numbing. And just like everybody, we all want, there's a reason we call things comfort foods or comfort blankets or comfort, whatever, you know? That's why I was just um, on my phone the whole time I was sick. Like it's comforting, you know what I mean? Comforting. Like it distracts it, you it, from... It's that hit of dopamine in your brain. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's, it, it, it's embarrassing. It's shaming, but it's the shame, um, that, will for many people that have a struggle it's the shame that keeps it, it proliferates this thing that you're struggling with pro proliferates because it's a silent thing like we yeah, don't you don't, you're not sharing it you're not um it grows it kind of festers in that way a bit. right you think nobody knows and i can get a handle of this and i'm on my own but the thing is that um what that does, just like anxiety, we have so many people that will write to us. Um, you and I talked about someone recently that um, I've had a couple of these emails and I've where they say, you know, I, I've, I've never told anybody that I struggle with anxiety. I'm embarrassed. Um, yeah. Or and the same thing with m my weight issues. It's not it's clear. I, you know, I'm not exactly a size two. I don't want to be a size two, by the way. You know, but it, uh, mine happens to be on the outside. So 
but the sh- the silent um, struggle of this hasn't benefited me. You know, and, and we're so encouraging of people telling their stories and, you know, living their truth and all that crap. And so I just thought it, it was important to, to show by example, I guess, as begrudgingly as I'm doing this. Yeah. You didn't ask me to do this. I, I just felt compelled to. And you just happen to be sick. So um, I think it's important. I, I just really feel somewhere in me that it's important to show these folks that are working so hard and will listen. They'll power listen to episodes. We get so many emails and reviews that people power listen to 10 hours of podcasts in a row or will read your blog or my blog or whatever. And they're so encouraged. But I think it's so important to show in real time what what work looks like. You yeah, know, and agreed. And really, what being vulnerable looks like, and it's it's tough. And it's, it's hard. It's challenging, right? Like I don't like this. I don't I'm like so this. I'm so <laughs> I don't like this at all. <laughs> but really, I think like I really think um, the takeaway is is the cool thing that you are getting curious about it. Like you are being vulnerable, and and when as soon as you acknowledge that, like vulnerability and just like um open the door up on the shame just a little like you know you're kind of opening the closet up that the shame's in like when you're opening that up a little it it does make some space or room to like you know like let go of that shame it gets a bit lighter so that we can move forward in the way that we want to a way that would be more helpful and you were again you were telling me about like that you know I'm just going to try this challenge and see what happens and see what I get from it and it like propels right. us forward it propels us forward when we're willing it's to be the vulnerable way it that's the way it um well I I've, I've said this about 14 times but I just I I just want to keep saying it that I, the reason I'm doing this and and then I'll kind of explain how I know this will work is um I, I have a deep rooted understanding now that there's no like finish line of being human. <laughs> like there's yes. no, um, there isn't a, an end goal. Like there might be a goal with my weight. That's just a symptom of something else though. Like there's no end goal with anxiety. I understand that now. I didn't understand that until you had to like really drill that into my head. It was when I stopped coaching with you, with you is when I finally had the realization like, Oh, so the day I'm having now, no matter how weird it gets, that's like a normal day. Oh, cool. And when I finally understood that all the things that were happening in my brain were normal. It's hard to let go. It, it got better. It's hard to let it, go of what we think we know, right? That ego is big. Our egos are big. It's, it's, our <laughs> ego's big. And, and the thought that something is wrong is very powerful. Yep. You know? Um, very so enticing, too. It can take all of enticing. our energy. You know, all of our right. energy and resources. And this, the seeking of finding a cure for the thing that was wrong took a lot of time and energy and a lot of gray hair <laughs> and a lot of Chinese food from, like, me to sit down and like really have that realization and, and part of doing that work will make this work a little lighter. No pun intended with weight. <laughs> no um, but so what the, what did work, what if it wasn't a cure, but what definitely helped shoulder the load was, um, connection and sharing. And I'm very Irish, very Irish Catholic and very silent was, was not am, was, with any kind of struggle, it's the way I was raised. It's the way we, for generations, we have thrived as a culture. And 
So it was incredibly hard when I struggled with anxiety for me to open my mouth and say, I'm not okay. I'm struggling. I'm, I could be better. Something in me felt like I could be better. Yeah. Um, I should also preface that I made you promise me that before we recorded that if I said banana hammock, you were going to stop recording. And so far I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> we're good. I like our we're safe good. word, banana hammock. Yeah, banana hammock. That's my, that's my go-to. If I'm in a bar and I, some weird guy comes up to me or a girl for that matter, I give my, my friends the banana hammock signal and they come and rescue me. <laughs> what is the banana hammock I don't know. It's, just, like? I just, it's like a special bat signal. I don't know. It's just, <laughs> I just think the word banana hammock's funny. When I had an, this is I'm digressing. I know I'm procrastinating. Uh, when I <laughs> when I had my house in the country, I had a like an alarm system because I'm nuts, and uh, and also I live by myself, so I'm not that nuts. But the password I thought it was really funny. The password should the alarm go off and the alarm company calls you to make sure you're okay. The password was banana hammock. <laughs> and so a couple times the alarm would go off if I like, you know, accidentally went downstairs and I had the motion detector on or whatever and it would go off and they'd call me and they're like, you know, is everything okay? What's the password? And I would be like, oh, stop it, please. Like, I'm, you know, I tried not to say it and then eventually I'd be like banana hammock and then they would just be silent on the other end. Like, okay, well, okay. <laughs> Alrighty. <laughs> uh, is this an intruder? Uh... Clearly not. Obviously not. Like you seem fine. Anyway, so what helped with anxiety other than banana hammock? Other is, than banana um, hammocks. And and again, I'm talking about weight, but substitute your word if it's anxiety or a specific type of anxiety. Or not feeling anxiety, good enough. OCD. Not, not feeling fe- good oh my enough. God. Feeling insecure. The people that have anxiety issues to the point of like agoraphobia or OCD, you probably are working on something. You probably have a resource and that, that doesn't mean that it's any less daunting and I don't want to dismiss your struggle, but there are folks out there that, and many of them are in my life. And if you're listening to this, you know exactly who you are that don't even know that they have this struggle. I was one of those people. I didn't know. I didn't know until panic attacks that there was something wrong. Well, when we're just busy kind of being us every day and autopilot, yeah. it's like, I mean, I didn't know. I really, and I had panic attacks and, and some anxiety throughout adolescence and young adulthood until it became limiting. And I still didn't know. I was like, oh, it's just something that happens sometimes and then it goes away. And and I still didn't know, like, yeah. um, I still didn't know, like, the way I was going about life wasn't sustainable or the way it had to be. You know, I just thought, I thought life had to be lived a certain way. I just did. And I didn't know it till, till I did, you know? Right. I think, um, when it came time for me to, to understand this and, and it took weeks of just barely getting a grip on what had happened. It was very bewildering as we all know, you know, we've talked about that a lot. It can be very, very bewildering when you, when you're not expecting it. Um, when I finally understood, okay, anxiety is the issue. Um, I think this is just before I started coaching with you. I had been talking to my therapist and she said, you know, I, I think our understanding now of things like depression and, and anxiety are that connection can be a little bit of a, a release valve. It can be not yeah. quite an antidote. Um, although I, I do believe that connection and, and empathy are an antidote to a lot of things it, it the way she looked at it was it, this this might help a little might, might release some of the pressure you're very isolated it's a very isolating life 
And we all need it's connection. A, and, and when we have that, it's like when any of our kind of core values are being met, we're social creatures. We need connection. We may be introverted. We, need, don't we may not need a lot you, or you may need a button. Right. You know, everyone needs a different degree, but like we all need connection. That is like a core human value that we all need to be like our best, right. healthiest self. And um, so, yeah, I know it's it feels – Again, like when I'm not feeling good, whether it's emotionally or physically, mentally, like the instinct is to just kind of crawl away and hide, you know? It is. And that's what I tried to do. So when my therapist recommended, like, you know, I think, I think you just need a little bit of this. I think, you know, um, she recommended a woman's group. I balked (laughs) instantly. Like you've lost your damn mind, Jill. Like you've lost it. (laughs) Not going. And I went and I've, I've told the story in a blog um, and it's such a silly thing. But once in a while during this process, you have you have a couple things that stick out for you. And one of them for me was when I went, went to this woman's group. I'm like painfully funny sometimes when I want to be, especially when I'm nervous and <laughs> I can be really engaging. I get it. Like I know my skill set. I'm, I'm very confident in how I am in a group. But what I did do even as funny and and you know, whatever, as I was, I wouldn't look up. Like I, I kept looking at people's shoes. Like I, it's almost like I couldn't make eye contact. You knew people and by their shoes. Like, Oh, those are those like Adidas over there. And exactly. That's... Keds. So Keds. the girl across okay. from me was sitting in white Keds and she was going on and on and on about, um, she was having a really t- tough time. I'm not going to, you know, share her story here, but was given this whole story and eventually she was just like really quiet for a second and said something to the effect of, I'm not okay. I'm not, I'm not okay. I'm, I feel alone and I'm not okay. And I don't know why, whatever, I, I don't, I wish I remembered exactly what she said, which I lied in the blog and said I remembered, but I don't. Um, <laughs> whatever she said, it was just a, a, a quick sentence or two of, and it, it was the thing I was feeling right at that exact moment of I'm not, I'm not all right. I'm not okay. I'm lonely. I'm isolated. I'm not thriving here. And it just shocked me enough to look up and I saw her like annoyingly pretty face. And I'm like, Oh, this is my person right now. Like she somehow gets it. Like this is, and that, connection. that looking up so and that, that connection, like, yeah. this poor girl can't get rid of me now. Like I, <laughs> you guys are like I, really close friends. I mean, we are really close. Yeah. Friends. yeah. She, she keeps trying to like move and I, I keep, you know, <laughs> you ruining her life. No, I, I think for, it was a, it was more of a connection for me because I had lived such an isolated life and didn't know it until that moment. So that poor Ked's girl. And that's why I know this work with Wade when I'll kind of explain, I, I'm doing, I'm, I'm trying to replicate this process. I know it's going to be okay because I've done it. So done even it like when you were sick last week, you knew you were going to be okay because you've done it. When done I have it. a rough day like that Sunday at brunch, I've 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 made you've it through it. this yep. feeling. I've done it. I'm a, I this sucks. I don't like this. I yeah. don't like this. And even though it's weight, maybe it's a new topic. It's still very it's similar, right? Thing. It's the same experience. That's There's the point. same emotions so, involved. The same the same part yeah. of your brain. It's yeah. the same limbic system crap that you deal with when you any of this stuff is the same exact thing. If you struggle with anxiety or an addiction or if they're all symptoms of the same thing. I was just talking to a friend last night about this. This is a struggle we all have in different ways. So she was talking about negative self-talk and I was talking about weight and somebody else was talking about 
you know, addiction. Um, and I, I just kind of burst out like, we're not lazy. If you're right now listening to this and you're struggling so heavily with, you know, that day long anxiety buzz and you get home and you're exhausted and you, you can't explain to your partner why you, you can't don't keep your eyes eat. open. Yeah, and you, you don't, don't want to go out to eat, eat or yeah. You've spent your little emotional energy for the cash. day. Yeah. It's, it's tapped out. You're not lazy. You're not um It's not what you think it means. I mean I think that's a lot of the takeaway, means. right? Like we have a lot of misinterpretations of our experience. Like we just we're like, oh we're lazy. Oh we're um Oh God, not tough enough or we're not good enough. Or, oh God. You yeah. know, I'm, I'm a piece of crap. I'm yeah. all the things we say and that's what gets added into this. So, um, for me with the weight thing, it started with, I've, I've done a lot. I had the, I had the, the stomach bug twice in one month. I can do anything. I can, <laughs> um, I've dealt with anxiety and loss and learning to find my voice through writing and doing this. God, forsaken podcast <laughs> and the, um, learning to open up about these struggles and the hardest place to do that is with your own family and, and, you know, um, everything I've done in the last two years, which it's only, I, you know what I found out, Kelly, I, I was looking at my little calendar. It's next Thursday. It's going to be two years since my first panic attack that like put me in the spiral. Put, oh, only wow. two years. Wow. I know it's, it's like a different life. It is like that's a that's a completely different life for a short amount a of different time. Life, it's wild. Two thousand March tenth, two thousand fifteen. I'll never forget it. And I, so I know I can do this, and I know that. You kind of know I'm, what you need now, but you know, like okay, connection's going to be a part of this, right? right. Like you have an idea, exactly. you have a starting. Place. I, I I think so. So I talked to a nutritionist. Although it's a symptom, it still needs to be dealt with. Right. So if you're struggling with a drugging uh, um, addiction, the the drug might not be the problem, but it's it needs still to, be need to come off anyway. of it. Yeah, we still, we still right. need to come you off of it. We still need to deal with it. Yeah. So I needed I, I have a really good understanding of nutrition. I'm you know, I used to work with, you know, basketball teams and swim teams and I was an athlete and I, I understand it. It's putting it into practice. So I, I talked to a nutritionist. She feels like it's more of um a mental thing. It's a, it's a, an anxiety issue. It's a, you know, so she's like, I, I think you understand, you know, what you need to do, but you need to find a way to do it. So she helped me find, um, a, a woman on Facebook that she was familiar with that is, um, you know, a weight loss coach and, um, a wellness coach. And, um, she had started a program, which I'm so anti paying for programs so anti-paying from programs, but I did. And what I get out of that is, you know, there's meal plan tips and all that crap, but connection, um, right? which is very helpful. What it is and what I'm, I'm pumped about is connection in a way that is helping me feel safe right now. So it's, I don't have to go to a group. I don't have to do this in front of my family. I know I'm doing this over the podcast, but I'm sitting I, I don't have to see anybody right now. Right. It's right now. What I feel like I'm, I, I feel safe doing temporarily is, um, a, a Facebook group and connection with people that, um, some of them are overweight. Some of them aren't, but they struggle with this. It's a, it's a diverse group, just like that first woman's group, just like the people we, we talk with and talk to on the podcast. Um, 
it's the way I feel. And because I've been able to open that door with talking to these people and I've been really open about, I don't really understand they're very like positive affirmation people and vision boards and that's not my life, but I've explained why. And we've talked about, okay, well, what, what's the practice here? And so there's, I'm able to find my voice where I couldn't with anxiety. I think I know what I need and I need you guys to help me like put it into practice. And that's really cool. Um, and what that's able to do is that I'm now able to talk to my friends about it. So I was able to, and it's really hard to sit in front of my friends and say, this is a, a struggle that's very apparent, but I, I don't really know what I need yet, but I need something, you know, do you feel this the shame like disintegrating a little bit as mm, not yet? Not yet. And that's why I want to bring this up now and keep talking about it. See not every happens. time, but maybe, right. you know, every couple check months, in. you know, check in the, and see what you I see, feel, right? See what kind of, see what you what see. Happens. Like, you know, hopefully outwardly, I'd, I'd like to look better, but it's not about that. I don't feel good. Like, I don't feel the way you'd like to. When I, the best part about anxiety, you know, the best part about anxiety was <laughs> I lost 60 pounds. I the anxiety amazing. diet. Yeah. It's, it's the no anxiety joke. diet. Oh I goodness. wasn't eating anything and I was miserable. So it's not about weight and it's not about look, look at, I'm gorgeous. Like I'm fine. You I'm are gorgeous. I am girl. Are you kidding me? But I don't feel good. It, it, it's about not feeling. eating well. And what happens is when you don't feel good, then you make bad decisions. So for me, it becomes a downward it's, spiral. It is. It's, it's a downward spiral. Yeah. So when you struggle with anxiety, then you find a way to stick to your comforts when it, anxiety was over. And I found myself getting back into bad eating habits again. It was, I'm having a lonely day. I might as well order like an, an embarrassing amount of Chinese food and eat it alone in my apartment. And then you don't feel good and then you don't want to see people and then you do it again. Right. So it's, and then it, it's that yeah. kind of thing. It, with drugs, it's I already screwed up. I might as well get high again and coming down off of that's really hard. So this is sort of like my detox of things. I'm, I'm still in the shame of I can't believe my own behaviors are so embarrassing. Um, but I think what I'm and I, I believe this and what I'm trying to sift through is the difference between shame and guilt. God bless you, Brene Brown. Brene Brown, <laughs> if you ever listen to this, I love you. We love you. you. <laughs> uh, she explains very clearly and very bossily, thank God, shame is when you think you are a bad thing or like when you think something is you, this behavior. Or so like you, a you failure. woke up late for work. Or like it's kind of like thinking you – like you if you are, fail at something, you are the failure, which is – You are the failure. Which is actually kind Versus, of new age, believe it or not. Oh, I bet. Yeah. It's like since the Versus age. guilt, which is I did something that's not quite optimal, but I'm not that person. I'm not a bad person. She gave a really good example of you set, you go out the night before a really big meeting at work, you get bombed, you know, and you show up hungover and you're late and you smell like booze. So if you have shame, it's, I can't believe I am this person. I'm such a screw up. I suck. Yeah. Guilt is, I can't believe I did that thing. I'm that gonna, was a you know, and then you kind of, right. Like that right. Was a poor guilt choice. is okay. Guilt can be productive and important. Shame does nothing. Right. Does like nothing. guilt can be a catalyst for change. Like, wait, you know, like, wait, geez, I, that wasn't a good choice. Huh? I don't like the way that makes me feel. All right. right. Well, now we know it for next time. So now I'm, I'm in the transition now of, I understand guilt and shame cognitively. I understand it in anxiety. I understand it in all their aspects. This next symptom, which happens to be weight is my next horizon. And I want to do it with, 
you guys. Like I want to do it while you're doing your work and I hate it and I'm not pumped <laughs> and I'm like that's borderline how banana hammocking here. Yeah, but, but that's that's what working on a challenge feels like, right? We're kind of letting people know that it's hard and it doesn't feel yeah. – it's not like rainbows and kittens and fun. Absolutely. It, it's challenging not. and we question ourselves. <laughs> this is hard. Yeah, and we feel this full of doubt. This is hard and it's so, – so right now – and the, the program I'm in is is wonderful. And I hope the women that run this, they, they said they were going to listen to the podcast. I love these women. It's the 20-day challenge with Living Inspired with Jillian. I, they're awesome. And I, that's not a plug. I'm not getting anything out of this. They're wonderful, inspiring people. I'm learning to take their information and, and their inspiration and make it my own. And that's what they encourage. You and I do the same thing. Make this journey your own. Like, make yep. it your own. We don't have the for answer. You. No, we don't want to have the answer. No. Got to make it. We have to make but it I, work for each of us individually. You want to make it work for you. And I want it. I, I feel very strongly like we preach, like, this is a journey and this is a process. But I'm doing it right now. And I, I feel like it's really important to not keep that a secret. Yeah, I agree. 100%. Like, that's, I mean, I think authentic, authenticity and being vulnerable in that way, it's... um. One, it's good for us, the person going through it. And two, it's good for other people tuning in because it eliminates shame, right? It eliminates that disconnectedness yeah. when we know we're just beautifully human. Like I hope so. I hope we didn't lose like all of our listeners because I feel really bad. <laughs> but I, uh, I can't help that. And, I, and I, you're very supportive of me doing this. And, and I'm thankful that you give, you've given me a platform to do it because um, if we lose a ton of people because they, they don't think we're cured or authentic or real, then these aren't the people that this show isn't for them. And I don't think you want to have that show. No, you wanted I, a show when you started this, you wanted a human. to say it's, you wanted to be human. Listen, it's you human. toyed with a lot of titles for the show and being human was one of them. Yeah. Um, this is, this is what it looks like. And it's not glamorous. And it's a little sweaty and kind of stuttery. And I, really am not comfortable right now <laughs> but <laughs> I there's something I, I know that there's value to this and I've, I've learned from really great examples you're one of them thank you you jerk and <laughs> uh it's gonna be a while and I'm not pumped about it but um if it's okay with everybody listening I'm gonna check in once in a while and let you know all the really not glamorous stuff because it's gonna be a bumpy road and the wonderful, like, little slivers of, like, insights and aha moments that come along. Yeah. They do. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I want to give you the good and the bad. I want to give you the, oh, everything about being human here. I want, you know, the trials the and spectrum, all the triumphs. Right? And, yeah. yeah. It's quite a spectrum I want to give you all stuff. of it because that's this particular symptom of being human is hard and, and so was anxiety. And I didn't have... My struggle with anxiety lasted longer than I would have liked it to because I, I thought isolation would, was, the, was the best thing. Yeah. I kept myself in my house. I was afraid to leave. I was afraid to see people. And part of my fear of seeing people other than the very real fears, you know, the phobias I had of health and whatever. But the thing that was driving that was the shame. Yeah. The shame of what if I have a breakdown or what if somebody sees me or what if somebody asks where I've been or what if I have to explain what my life's been like. And and when I started to talk about it, it was really hard to explain to people and especially it to is the hard people to closest to me. Yeah. yeah, it was easier to talk to you about it because I didn't know you at the time. But 
And the shame says, right? The shame says, wait, feel better first and then. Feel better first. And that's exactly why I'm talking about this. If I had lost 145 pounds and then talked to you guys like, I did this thing. It wouldn't hold as much weight. Not the same value. Puns for days. (laughs) Puns everywhere. I'm lousy with puns. But it's true. It it really doesn't have the same value. It doesn't have the same value. Right. So this is the first time I'm talking about it other than with a couple friends and on on that little group. Um, I haven't written about it. I can't find the words. And uh, uh, so not pumped. But let's do it. Well, you're awesome for being vulnerable because that's what it is. That's what any change you are. You are. That's what any, any change includes that, that uncomfortable vulnerability, (sighs) feeling unsure, (laughs) just, uh, just totally resistance, right? Like this is why sometimes when people are struggling with anxiety, they're like, oh my God, I felt resistant. Like, so what? Resistance in itself isn't bad. Resistant means nothing. Like I'm so resistant to this right now. Yeah, for for an hour before this podcast, I was on the phone with you like, I don't want to. And you gave me an out. You gave me, you're like, you don't, you literally know what I don't have to. to. Yeah, you don't have to. I was the one who texted you and said, I want to do this before I lose my nerve. And And I love it because people need to know that's, I mean, we are all just wonderfully human. We all have things that come up that we need to work on. It doesn't mean we're not okay. It just means, hey, it's a, it's a balancing act getting to our like thriving self, like our, our best health, our best wellness. Like I can think of a laundry list. Again, I am late to everything. I'm late to everything. I, (laughs) I, I need to go to the dentist, like, and I need to go to the dentist. I know I need to go to the dentist. I'm not even scared of the dentist. I'm just, just and then, and then shame comes and then shame comes like, God, why am I procrastinating? (laughs) What a stupid thing to procrastinate about. Like, just go to the frigging dentist. Uh, Get an electric toothbrush and go to the dentist. Get an electric toothbrush. Yeah. But so even things like this, like you said, go to the dentist. And what was my first reaction? Like, go to the dentist. I, I also know like I tease you relentlessly um but the people out there when when you're having that really anxious day or you're having that um shame spiral um negative self-talk kind of day that that's those tend to be like really sticky ones for people that um they don't know what work to do they don't know and and they keep telling themselves or they hear people say just cheer up just be better just go out and have fun like it's not that easy so I just want you to hear me say this, this struggle happens to be, has the title of weight. And I know it sounds like, you know, a 145 pounds sounds inspiring and like, oh my God, you can do it. I know that feeling of, um, complete, like, uh, what am I trying to say here? It's like, um, the daunting realization that you don't know if the work you're doing is enough. Or worth it, or if it's going to pay off. Right. And, and, you feel, uh, just, uh, you just feel again, like that feeling of not enoughness always in every, everywhere you turn. Yeah. I know you're not lazy. I know you're doing the work. I know it's hard and I know it's exhausting and I know you can do it because, and I know I don't know you, whoever I'm talking to, but I know you can because it's the way our human brains are designed. It's just, yeah. So just that's the human. point of me like doing this whole stupid song and dance. Oh my God. And I love you for it. Don't I say I love you. Love you. <laughs> I know you. <laughs> You know, I don't, you know, you I don't hate, use those I know. words. Yeah. You're like, any, don't say that. No. You're like, don't my say mom, that. My me. poor mom will look at me every day and be like, I love you. And I'm like, okay. Okay. And not that I don't. I just, those words mean nothing to me. Like, mean absolutely nothing. Oh, no. Well, Whatever. Look at you. 
No banana hammocks. <laughs> you went through it. No banana hammocks. I'm no dripping banana in hammocks. Sweat. Dripping in sweat. Got there's your workout for the day right there. Yeah, I know. I'm sore now. Like that. My all my muscles are tight from doing that. And Thanks. hey, if people want to reach out and share, like maybe maybe anxiety is something you are working on right now. Maybe it's not like the challenge that is most pervasive. If people want to reach out and share, hey. What are your challenges that you want to get vulnerable about? Or please, that you want to connect? please don't leave me hanging here in yeah. cyberspace. Please email me, babybroad.com. Email you, panicandanxietycoach.com. Yeah. Facebook, InstaG, my blog, your blog. There's tweet. Well, we don't have Twitter. Uh, <laughs> anything. Like, I, please don't leave us hanging. I would yeah. love to hear, hey, yeah, my struggle today was... I had really no negative self-talk at work and I couldn't get out of it. And I got home and I just wanted to go to bed and my boyfriend didn't understand. Or my negative self-talk today was I really want to get high. Or I just, I, you know, I had one glass of wine and wanted three. Or I wanted to eat an entire plate of Chinese food until I almost threw up. You know, I don't, I don't care what your struggle is today. I wanted to, you know what, I hear a lot from parents. I really wanted to hit my kid, yep. you know. Or I yeah. did. I spanked the crap out of my kid. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. I, I want to hear yeah. it. I want to hear it because it'll make me feel better and I'm selfish. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but that's what's so important about the connectedness. It gets us out of all our little kind of very rigid bubbles in the way that we yeah. think being human works, right? Uh-huh. We think we're the only ones struggling and that everyone else is okay and has it together. Everybody, yeah. I should be happier. I should be better. Yep. I should, I be, should be this. I shouldn't I be that. Shouldn't. And exactly. And then that thought you can't help. And then from there it's, and I suck cause I'm not working hard enough. And then and that's when we engage in habits, right. And stuff that isn't, it's that like feeling isolated and alone. And like, there's something wrong with us that perpetuates yeah. these habits that get us feeling a bit stuck and like, we're not thriving. So connect with us, right. Connect with us. Please. Reach out. Let us know. Please, please yeah. connect. Okay. <laughs> we're not desperate at all (laughs) i'm not desperate i swear to god thank you thank you for letting me do this yes thank you for sharing so that's our episode thanks so much for tuning in today everyone if you're enjoying the show please subscribe and take a minute to write a review on itunes so that we can reach and support more people if you're looking for more resources like one-on-one coaching courses or have a question you'd like answered on the show please visit notanotheranxietyshow.com you can also get a free ebook there by subscribing to my newsletter and until next time remember be kind to yourself